0: Welcome to Zikru Daf Simanim Ram Aram Goldai, and today we're Zeka Sukha, Daf the end of the fourth parak, Rava, and the beginning of the fifth parak, HaKalil. I just want to mention that today is the 600th blot in this Daf Yemui It's a muzzle to everybody for learning 600 Dafim day after day in this Maksar, and here together with us in Zikru. May we continue to grow Mechayo Chau. So, the three types are going to focus on number one, the Mishnah and Daf Mem Ches stated regarding Yisach just as it was performed on a weekday, so it's performed on Shabbos. Except that the cone would not draw the water from the Meish on Shabbos itself, rather on every Shabbos he would fill a Chavishol Zahav, an unconsecrated golden barrel from the Shiluch, and have it in the chamber to be used the next day. The Gemara Mem Tesem asked why an unconsecrated barrel was necessary, and Ziri answered, ain The our Mishnah maintains that no maximum amount is prescribed for the Nisach HaMaim, Uklishars M'Kaj das, and furthermore, and furthermore, he maintains that Klisharis sanctify their contents without intention. If one brought the water into Klishars on every Shabbos, it would become possible through Lina by remaining overnight. Chizgia said that Klishars do not sanctify, except with specific intent, so there's no concern of actual Lina. However, they were goza that should be placed in an unconsecrated vessel, lest onlookers see the water in Klishars and assume it was sanctified with intent. Rabbi Yanai, in the name of Rabbi Zerah, provides a third answer. Point number two, the opening mission of the fifth parak, states that the chalil, the flute playing that accompanied the Simchas Beis HaShuei, was not Doche Shabbos or Yantav. It was taught in the Nebraisa, chalil, Doche Shabbos, Diva Rabbi Yosef Bar Yehuda, Rabbi Yosef Bar Yehuda holds that flute playing is Doche Shabbos, and the Chavim say, Afyon Tov, Enu Doche, is not even Doche Yantam. Rabbi Yosef said that the Malchokas was stated only in reference to the Shir Shulkarban, the flute playing that accompanied the wine libations of the morning and afternoon Tambid, on the twelve days that Halal was recited. Rabiosi holds Ikershira Bakli, the essential Shira, is with instruments, about and therefore it's deemed an avoda and is Shabbos. whereas Rabanda holds Ikershira the essential Shira is vocal, and the instrumental accompaniment is not an Avoda, and so it's not Dokhashabis. Aval Shir Shall But the playing of instruments that accompany the Simchus Beshueva, everybody agrees that it is merely to enhance the rejoicing and is not a true avoda, and therefore it's not shabbos. And point number three was taught in a brace that shall eight Yehuda makshir. Regarding the suitability of Kleshharis that were fashioned from wood, Rebbe is posledem and Rabbi Yosi bar Yehuda is them. After of Yosef's understanding of makhlukas is, is rejected, the Gemara suggests that perhaps all agree diker she'ir that the essential shirah is with instruments, and that the abuva de Moshe Moshe's flute, which was made from wood, was in fact a klisharis. And what they're disputing here is whether dunning Evsha mashi Efshar whether we can derive a possibility from an impossibility. Do we derive the suitability of wood for other klesharis, where metal would serve as well, from the case of Moshe's flute, where metal would not have served as well, since a metal flute would not have sounded so sweet? Or perhaps since the flute had to be made of reed, no proof can be brought for the other klesharis. Rabbi Yosei Barahuda's wooden vessels holds danin efshir mishi efshar. Whereas Rabbi, who has them, holds lo in efshar Mishi efshar. The gemar brings an alternative pshat In the Machokas. So once again, number one, the Mishnah daf mem Ches, Bay stated regarding Nisochamayim, kamasei b'chol kach maasei Just as it was performed on a weekday, so it is performed on Shabbos. Except that the cone would not draw the water from the meshalach on the Shabbos itself, rather on erev Shabbos he would fill a chavi sholzav she'anim an unconsecrated golden barrel from the shilok, and have it in the chamber to be used the next day. The Gemara Mem Tesavon Beis asked why an unconsecrated barrel was necessary, and Ze'iri answered, ain shir The ton of our mission maintains that no maximum amount is prescribed for the water libation, the Klisharis and furthermore he maintains that Klisharis sanctify their contents without intention. If one brought the water in the Klisharis on Air Shabbos, it would become possible through Lina by remaining overnight. Chizkiah said that the Klisharis do not sanctify except with specific intent. So there's no concern of actual lean. However, they were gozed that it should be placed in an unconsecrated vessel, lest onlookers see the water in the Klisharis and assume it was sanctified with intent. Rabbi Yana, in the name of Rabbi Zerah, provides a third answer. Point number two, the opening mission of the 5th Barak states that the Chalil, the flute playing that accompanied the Simcha's base of was not Docha Shabbos or Yanta. That was taught in the Brest that Chalil Docha's Shabbos Dibir ber Yehuda, Rabbi Yosef bar Yuda holds that food playing is Docha Shabbos, and the Chamisei of Yontov a not even Docha Yontov. Rabbi Yosef said that the Melchokas was stated only in reference to the Shir Shal Karban, the food playing that accompanied the wine libations of the morning and afternoon Tamid on the twelve days that Hallel was recited. Rabbi Yosef holds Ikershir Bakli, the essential Shir is with instruments, Vavodahi, and therefore it's deemed an Avode and is Docha Shabbos. Whereas Rabban holds Shir Bapa, the essential shira is vocal, and the instrumental accompaniment is not an avoda, so it's not dochah Shabbos. But the playing of instruments that accompany the simchah's beitah everybody agrees that it is merely to enhance rejoicing, and it's not a true avoda, and therefore is not dochah Shabbos. And point number three it was taught in the B'raisa. Klishar Rebbe Posil, Rabbi Bar Yehuda Maksha. Regarding the suitability of kleshars that were fashioned from wood, Rebbe is posel them, and Rabbi Yosibar Yehuda is Maksha them. After Rebbe Yosef's understanding of the Machokas is rejected, the Gemur suggests that perhaps all agree, the Ikershira Bakli, that the essential shira is with instruments, and that the Abuva de Moshe, Moshe's flute, which was made from wood, was in fact a clichar's. And what they're disputing here is whether Dunning Efshar, Mishi Efshar, whether we can derive a possibility from an impossibility. Do we derive the suitability of wood for other Klesharis where metal would serve as well from the case of Moshe's flute where metal would not have served as well since a metal flute would not have sounded so sweet? Or perhaps since the flute had to be made of reed, no proof can be brought for the other service vessels. Rebbe Yosi bar Yehuda, whose makshir wooden vessels holds, Dunning efshir mishi'ifshir. Whereas Rebbe, whose both of them holds, dunning Efshar efshir mishi'ifshir more brings an alternative shot in the milk locus. All right, so now we go to our Simber Duff Nun, and our standard simon is a nincompoop. A nincompoop is a silly, foolish person. So here goes. The nincompoop who bumped into a golden barrel of unconsecrated water and dropped his flute into it as a choir sang, pulled out an ancient wooden one from his pocket and continued on his way. Once again, in slow motion. The nincompoop, nincompoop, that must more on duff nun. The nincompoop who bumped into a golden barrel of unconsecrated water, which reminds us that just as Nisach was performed on a weekday, was performed on Shabbos, except that the cone would not draw the water from the Me's on Shabbos itself, rather on every Shabbos he would fill a chavishol Zahab She'in as an unconsecrated barrel from the Shaluch and have it in the chamber used the next day. Za'iri said the reason an unconsecrated barrel was used was because the Tamar mission maintains that Klishar is that a Klishar sanctified the continents without intention. If one brought the water in a Klishar on every Shabbos, it became possible through Lina the kushars does not sanctify except with das. So there's no concern of actual lean. However, there were goes that should be placed in an unconsecrated vessel. Let's onlookers see the water in the kushars and assume it was sanctified with das. So the nincompoop who bumped into a golden barrel of unconsecrated water and dropped his flute into it as a choir sang, which reminds us the opening mission of the fifth paric states that the chalil, the flute playing that accompanied the simchah's base was not do cheshavah And the more explains because it was merely there to enhance rejoicing, it's not a true avoda and therefore not do Rav Yosef explained in Malchokas going the flute playing for the Shir Shah Carbon. Rav Yosef, Rav Yudo holds that it is Doche Shabbos because Ikershir Bakli, the essential Shir is with instruments, Va and therefore it's deemed a an nevoda and is Doche Shabbos. Whereas Rabban held it was not Doche Shabbos or Yanta because Ikershir Bapet, the essential Shir is vocal, and the instrumental accompaniment is not nevoda an and so is not Doche Shabbos. So the Ninkampoopo bumped into a golden barrel of unconsecrated water and dropped his flute into it as a choir sang, pulled out an ancient wooden one from his pocket, and continued on his way. Which reminds us, was taught in grind the suitability of clay that were fashioned from wood, Revi's postal them, and Revi Yosef them. Wamshan in the Machokas is whether dunning Efshar Mish'i Efshar, whether we can derive a possibility from an impossibility. Do we derive the suitability of wood for other clay where metal would serve as well, from the case of Moshe's wooden flute where metal would not have served as well, since a metal flute would not have sounded so sweet, or perhaps since the flute had to be made of reed no proof can be brought for the other clay shars. Rabbi Yosem Bar monksha wooden vessels holds dunning Evsher Mishi efshar, whereas Rabbi whose pulse them holds lo dunning efshar Mishi So once again, the nincompoop who bumped into a golden barrel of unconsecrated water and dropped his flute into it as a choir sang, pulled out an ancient wooden one from his pocket and continued on his way. Alright, now it's time for a four blah bachazorah. So the similar dafmenbav is a cow. So here it goes. The cowboy who loved to ring his cow's cowbell. Cow? That must be warned off. Menvav. The cowboy who loved to ring his cow's cowbell every time he made a bracha when he entered the sukkah, which reminds us the more challenged of Yochanan's ruling that a bracha is recited on the sukkah on all seven days, based on a price of the taught that when one enters the sukkah during the Chag to sit in it, he makes the bracha of Rishib and once he's recited his bracha on the first day of the Chag, he doesn't recite the bracha on the subsequent days. The great answer to that the question of whether a bracha on the sukkah is recited all seven days is dependent on a malchok tanaim regarding Tillin. According to Rebbe, One recites a bracha every time one puts on tefillin, which can be multiple times in a single day. Similarly, Rabbi Yochanan holds that although all seven days of sukkahs are regarded as one long day, since the sukkah obligation is day and night, one recites brachas all seven days. So the cowboy who left to ring his cow's cowbell every time he made a bracha when he entered the sukkah, started ringing it repeatedly when he saw his luv, tefillin, and talus in there too. Which reminds us, it was taught in the Bryce, if there are many mitzvahs before a prison be performed, which Rush explains could mean one is ready to take a luv, sukka put on tefillin, and wrap himself in a talus, he recites a bracha v'tzivanu aha mitzvahs. Rabbi Yudah said that he recites a bracha over each and every mitzvah individually. Rav Yudah's reason is based on the Pasuk, Baruch Hashem Yom Yom, which is coming to say, B'cho Yom Yom tenu me'in on every single day, give him the bracha appropriate for that day. Here too, with regard to various mitzvahs, B'cho Davar V'davar Tenu Me'in for each and every mitzvah, give him the appropriate bracha for that matter, and do not group the brachas together. So the cowboy who loved to ring his cow's cowbell every time he had a bracha when he entered the sukkah, started ringing it repeatedly when he saw his luluf, tefillin, and tallis in there too, and got so distracted, he accidentally took a bite out of his esrog when he wasn't allowed to. Which reminds Rishakish holds regarding an esrog, an esrog was set aside only for the performance of the mitzvah. As soon as one concludes the mitzvah, the esrog may be eaten on the seventh day. Rabbi holds the kuyoma S- The was set aside for the entire day, since the esrog was prohibited. When the day began, it remains prohibited the entire day, and so I muttered to eat on the eighth day. Daph Memzion said so the simmer Daph Mem Zion is maze. So here goes. To make it through the sukkahs, escape the maze. Maze, that must be more than Daph To make it through the sukkahs, escape the maze, participants in the diaspora had to all agree whether they should sit in the sukkah on the eighth day, which reminds us of the Melchogs regarding dwelling in the sukkah in Gaul on the eighth day, that is possibly the seventh day. In the Gemara's second interpretation of the Malchokas, everybody agrees that we do not recite the Baraka of Lisha the they only disagree with respect to dwelling in the Sukkah on the eighth day. So to make it through the sukkah escape the maze, participants in the diaspora had to all agree whether they should sit in the Sukkah on the eighth day, while making a Shachiyanu and Shmini and not on Shavisho Pesach, which reminds Rabbi Yochanan said we recited starting Teres, but not on the seventh day of Pesach. There are those who explain that and Teres is considered a separate holiday, because it's different from the seven days of Sukkot that proceed in three ways, with Sukkot, and Yisuch When the Quran said that Pesach should require Shekhi Yano as well, since it's different from the first day of Pesach, in that there's no mitzvah to eat matzah like the first night, it answers that while it's different from the first night of Pesach, it's not different from the first day of Pesach, when there is no chiev matzah, as opposed to the Shminiatzeris, which is different even from the first day. So, to make it through the Sukkah's escape the maze, participants in the diaspora had to all agree whether they should sit in the Sukkah on the eighth day, while making a Shechian or and not in shel Pesach, and then sleep in sleeping bags and tarry overnight. Which reminds us, the more questions Rebbe Yehuda, who says that Shemitah Sares requires lina based on a brayza that Rebbe said that Pesach should not require lina, since the pasuk "Upanisa you may turn back in the morning and go to your tents is juxtaposed in the next pasuk Shesha's yamitocham for six days you shall eat matzas. Only that which requires an observance of six days requires lina. So the Gemara suggests that this would also exclude Shemini Yitzaris. But then it answers that it only excludes Pesach Sheni, which is similar to Pesach. Rishon Rashi says that since the Pesach discusses Pesach, the exclusion is only to another pesach holiday. Daf Memches, so the similar Daf Memches is brainiacs. So here goes. The brainiacs, brainiacs, that must be more than Daf Memches. The brainiacs who try to predict whether their neighbors in the next sukkah would still be singing b'samachta on the eighth day, which reminds us the Gemara asks for the source for rejoicing on the eighth day, given that the chiyuv of simcha is stated explicitly only with regard to the seven days of Sukkot, as it's written chag of Sukkot make for yourself a festival of Sukkot for seven days. And next, with the pasuk states you shall rejoice in your chag. And the Gemara answers that was taught in said that in reference to the rejoicing of Sukkot, it's written vayisa ach and you shall be nothing but joyous. Well, Yom This comes to include the final night of Yom. Of Meni Shmi in the rejoicing of the previous seven days. So the brainiacs who tried to predict whether their neighbors in the next sukkah would still be singing on the eighth day, based on their trumpet blowing frequency for the tune of Roshap The first seven days, which reminds the Gemara seeks a source for the blowing of the chutzmosros, the trumpets when they returned with the water from the shulach for the Maim, And Ravina said, for it states in the pasuk Yishua, and showed water with rejoicing from the wellsprings of salvation. The Gemara then brings an incident with a heretic named Sason. So the brainiacs who tried to predict whether their neighbors in the next sukkah would still be singing on the eighth day. Day. based on the trumpet-blowing frequency for the tune of who shopped in the first seven days, also tested the damaging limits of smoke absorption of water and wine, and smoke inhalation in sacrificial birds. Which reminds us, it was taught in a bright, so all who ascend the ramp to the Mizbech ascend toward the right, go around the Mizbech, and then ascend on the left side of the ramp, except for one who ascends for three things, who would ascend the ramp toward the left, and then after performing the task to send the way they had come down. The three things are, Nisach ha Nisach ha The water libation, the wine libation, and the blood of the bird ola, when there are too many bird ola's, and thus too many kohanim on the east side of the Mizbech. Rashi explains that these items might be adversely affected from the smoke of the Mizbech if the Kohen took the regular route around the Mizbech, which is more than 100 Ramas long. Water and wine might absorb the smoke and become possible, and the bird oil might die. Daf memtess, the simmered of memtess, is meat, and we use a butcher. So here goes. The butcher of brechis meats, butcher, meats, that must move on, daf memtess. The butcher of Breshi's meats, who used a picture of the shi for his logo, which reminds us the Gomorrah brings sources that the shi into which the libations flowed exists from the beginning of creation. It was taught in the canon of Ishmael, The Torah begins with the word, Breshi's, alti krabreshi's, do not pronounce it brashis in the beginning, but rather Barashis, he created Shis. Another Bryce of Disputes is maintaining that the Shisim were man-made excavations. So the butcher of brashis meets, who used a picture of the Shisim for his logo, sponsored Chon for the Bachrim who did acts of Chesed because they were greater than sedaka. Which reminds us, Gmil's chasadim are greater than tzedakah in three matters. One, tzedakah is only done with one's money, whereas Gemil's chasadim are done with one's body and with one's money. Two, tzedakah is only given to the poor, whereas Gemil's Hasadim are performed for both the poor and the rich. And number three, tzedakah is only performed for the living, whereas Gmil's chasadim are for both the living and the dead. So the butcher of meets Meats, who used a picture of the Shisin for his logo, sponsored Chon for the Bachrim, who did acts of chesed, because they were greater than tzedakah. And he made sure to always teach others, what he had learned. Which reminds me of two different pshatim what the words Torah's Chesed mean in the Pasach pia Pascha B'Chachma but Chesed alushona. One pshat is that Torah learned is referred to as Torah's Chesed, where Torah learned is not Torah's Chesed. The other pshat is that Torah that is learned with the intention of teaching to others is referred to as a Torah of a However, a Torah that's learned without the intention of teaching it to others is considered a Torah that is not of Chesed. Alright, that concludes today's year This is Rabbi Abraham Go from the Zichur Rishin, A Great day and great learning.